York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. There's been news that's been reported by Shams. Shouts, shouts to my guy Shams. That uh, the Knicks are looking to trade for Jeremy Grant, and it's not just the Knicks who are in contention. It is the Knicks, Wizards, Blazers, and Lakers who are all pursuing Jeremy Grant. Um. Jeremy Grant, you're or you know who's a guy who's was a three and D guy um for years, for a couple of years. Well, the three actually started coming on a little bit later. Transferred to Detroit, took a little bit less money, so he can become the man. And now he is the man on a Detroit team who really hasn't, you know, shown any signs of life the few years he's been there. Um their timeline has since changed. Now that they have Cade and other guys on that team, and now um, he's going to be a free agent soon, it might be the time to move him, and the Knicks might be interested. Now, first things first, I've seen a lot of people going, well, that wouldn't work because Jeremy Grant is a, is a power forward. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, you you know, like he, he Jeremy Grant's, Averages 20.3 points per game, 41% from the field, 33% from three, 4.8 rebounds. Is 4.8 rebounds really a power forward? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this. um, The only way Jeremy Grant works is if the Knicks trade away Julius Randle because – Jeremy Grant is basically a wing. You, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he's not a stretch five, which I think a stretch five is what the Knicks would need, ideally. He's not a stretch five. He's basically a wing. Right. And I don't think the Knicks need help when it comes to their wings. I think the Knicks are pretty solid on their wings. And at most, he could be a stretch four. And the Knicks already have Julius Randle here, who's basically – a stretch four. But a so, wing is a, is a three. A wing, a wing could be a three or a two. Yeah, a wing could be a three or a two, but, I, but he, he, he rotates between power forward and small forward. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, at most, like, if you're going to play small, he'd be a four. But it's like you have Julius Randle here. Nah. So what sense does it make? He would be a three. Like, he's been, he's played three before he went to Detroit. Like, if, if they make a play for Jimmy Grant... They would probably they would slide him at the three, I would think, and maybe move RJ to two or Evan or whatever, and then it would be Kemba, 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 RJ, Grant, Randall, whoever at center. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, but I think I think I think in Detroit he plays the four though. No, he plays the he plays the four in Detroit. But he's played small forward like in other places almost exclusively. So that's just, so this, this is what I'm saying. Like, and the, the fact that he's switchable on defense, where he can play the th- he can play defense on the three and twos and fours, is why I could actually see Tom wanting him, considering you know how far how far we've fallen from grace defensively. Now recently, you know they've they've been saying the Knicks are better defensively, 
But you know, time like he has a seven he has a seven foot wingspan. He's a seven foot wingspan, and he's six eight. So you can switch him all over the place, and that's something I I think Tom would definitely want. I I don't think he's exclusively a four. I think people looking at looking at him as a four because of what he, because of what he is in Detroit. But before that, he was playing a lot of three. Yeah, but I think but I think Knicks have a log jam at the wing though. I mean, that's the part of the problem. The the part of the problem is who are we moving? Like I feel like if that move has to be made, um, you you would get uh you would hope that maybe you're moving Fournier or or maybe even they might try to move Grimes or Alec Burks or something of that nature. Like it's gonna it's going to be a young guy, right? I feel like if Jeremy Grant is involved, Obi is gone. I feel like that's. I feel like he would be the main piece. I feel like it would be Obi in a pick somewhere. And I don't know if they want to add somebody else to that. But I feel like it would have to be something like that. And then the Knicks would have to hope to move maybe Fournier or something in another deal. Hmm. That's the way I, I would see it. But I can definitely see – I can see the Knicks – going you know what i want to appease tom thibodeau get a defensive guy here who's a three and d guy for sure um would our three-point shooting suffer possibly because you know he was a three and d guy for sure you, you already see his three-point shooting numbers this season right mm-hmm. he shoots he's shooting 33 percent from three this season um but a lot of that can be attributed to the, the increased workload right because you know when he was a three and D guy, he was a more efficient shooter. So you would hope that if he's like relegated to maybe like a number two role or something like that, or a three role, that number would go back up to when. But would he like that? Would he like not being the guy? Because he moved to Detroit to be the guy. You know. Yeah, but I think my issue is I'm not sure how Randall and Grant works. Like. I don't I don't see a seamless fit right there. And and to be honest about it, I like how RJ operates out, I like I like how RJ operates at the 3. So I'm not I mean, I'm I'm not saying RJ can't play the 2, mm-hmm. but I like how yeah, but I like how he operates at the 3. So me personally I wouldn't go for Jeremy Grant, but yeah, I, I but I do agree that Sibs do like Sibs would like the fact that he's Six eight, seven foot wingspan. He's a defender. He can switch on to multiple people and guard them. Mm-hmm. So from that aspect, I could definitely see Thibs wanting a guy like that on his team. It's just that with the guys currently on the Knicks roster, and knowing that, I don't know. Me personally, I, I don't see Grant and Randall working really offensively. But uh, who knows? I mean, I, I'd rather like if I'm to make a trade. I probably would consider Miles Turner over Jeremy Grant, but that's me though. I I, I see what you're saying. Come on, we got a ten dollars super chat. Shout out to Emil, uh, Bomb and Sore. Hopefully, you didn't butcher your name too bad. He sends a ten dollars super chat. Says, speaking of Jeremy Grant, I called in the show and said that Jeremy Grant would be a good fit, but not for the contract he is on. I don't want him because he's he's not going to get the team any closer to winning. Um, it's one of those things where uh, the defense is going. I feel like the defense would be way better. I feel like when we're facing guys like Durant 
we're facing these athletic wings, he one on one, he he's going to be able to defend those guys at another level that we don't have that yet. I know RJ wants to be that guy yet, but he's kind of shown flashes, right? Um, so like I feel like that can work, but you know, like what what Ryan's been saying, the offense is really the part of the ball where you have the most concern because you know he he, he as of right now he's a pretty decent he's a pretty, pretty decent mid-range shooter three-point shooting has dipped um but you know what i i i personally believe that is a possibility with a lighter load that the three-point shooting will go up right the other part of that is he might be a little bit maddening because like randall he's a guy who's learning to be a star so he's not always going to really pass when he's supposed to pass and shoot when he's supposed to shoot. Like if you're looking at what the Pistons like fans and stuff are saying, they feel like he needs to learn to pass the ball a little bit more. Uh, he doesn't pass the ball when he's supposed to, and like he goes one on one with like too much dribbling a little bit too many times and makes shots more difficult. He needs to learn how to make quicker decisions and you know only make one or two simple moves and get to the hole. Kind of like what we have with Randall. You know what I'm saying? You maybe not turning the ball over the high clip like Randall is, but that's what those guys are kind of saying over there with Detroit. So overall, I'm like, I, I'm not overall. I'm not super. I'm not super against it. Depending on who we move, like I can see a scenario where it's working, but I also feel like shooting is the swing skill. Shooting is definitely the swing skill here. Because right now we have Evan Fournier. Like if Evan Fournier stays on a course he he's staying on, maybe the shooting will get better. Um, but also Grant's defense is gonna be way above Evan Fournier's no matter how he's. So, like it, I know what it, it really depends on Kemba Walker at that point. Like if Kemba Walker can, can stay on the floor, it helps stretch the floor. If RJ Barrett can keep shooting at the clip he's shooting in at, then maybe. Everything could be can work out fine, but a lot of pieces have to kind of fall into place. I mean, I mean, but you know, there's this risk with every this risk with every move. Yeah, I mean, I like it from a def- I like it from a defensive standpoint, but offensively, that's why I worry. It's the offensive side of the ball where I'm just like, ee, ah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be super against it. Like, I, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, okay, let's see. Like I can I can see a pathway to success, but I don't think it'll be like a home run. It'll be like our, our defense will get better, depending on if, if if certain players stay on a certain trajectory, can work out for us, and then maybe we can you know defend certain players better in the league type of situation. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but that, that's how I see that. Shout out to Ronnie Sandin who sends a five dollar super chat. He says, why Grant, not Miles Turner? And you heard Hawks are shopping Reddish. I definitely heard Hawks are shopping Reddish. If you're talking about a guy who can be a shooter on the cheap, I think Reddish might be a way to go, too. I don't think he'll be that expensive because it's kind of like our situation, right? Yeah. Where, you know, Kevin Knox is out there. You know, he, he, he gives you a game or two where he scores, but it's still not enough to really command a big bag. So you, I can see us giving like a pick away and getting reddish, and re-signing him, and it working out for us. 
Yeah, I mean, Ajibar will have his Duke running mate. If, if exactly. Go after him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's just that we have to get off of somebody. Like, we would have to move Evan Fournier somehow for, for that to work. Otherwise, yeah. it's, it's going to get crazy. Otherwise, because, you know, he doesn't want to be in the same situation over here like he was in at the Hawks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like I said, all these all these moves really depend on, like, what what we give up. If we do get go for Jeremy Jeremy Grant, I can definitely see us moving Obi for Grant. I can definitely see it if that's true, and it's Shams, so there might be you know you know some some kind of uh, measure of truth there, and you know we also have to think about who we have like who are we competing with right the Wizards. I feel like the Wizards have us. I feel like the Wizards have picks to compete. Do they have the same amount of picks that we have? I don't think so, but I feel like the Wizards have picks. The Lakers don't really have much, I don't think, to really offer as far as picks go. No. Which is one the Pistons have. So, you know what? Keep an eye on that Jimmy Grant situation for real. And the Blazers are involved in this situation too. So, something to think about. Um, Somebody say you want to call in? If you get Cam, I'm calling in KOT. <laughs> Cam, is, Cam is popular around Knicks Nation, man. Cam is popular on Knicks Nation. Something about somebody else no one's talking about. CJ McCullough, man. I'm I'm still looking over there at CJ too. I'm not even gonna hold you, yo. I'm still looking. Yeah, I, still I, mean, got one I, I got one. Go ahead. I got one eye on CJ. Yeah, CJ CJ McCullough would definitely be a solid pickup for the Knicks. Definitely, if they could, if they could get his hands if they could get their hands on him. Right. The, yeah. The question is, you know, who the Knicks would be giving up for CJ? But CJ would be a solid pickup. Right. Oh yeah, the thing also the thing to mention about Jeremy Grant too is he has a sprained thumb and he has to be reevaluated. I think at the end of the month. Um, and the same thing with CJ McCollum, he's just coming back from injury, so I don't know if that's going to drive his price down. I don't I don't know what goes into that type of injury where he had a collapsed lung and what it takes to come yeah, back from that. Lung, yeah. So I'm going up to CJ McCollum only because I already know the the situation the Blazers are in right now. You know, those are the type of situations where you look to break up a team for picks and stuff. Which is why I would keep one eye on them. Are they willing to pull that trigger? I'm not sure. But um their type of situation is something I would definitely keep an eye on for sure. Um, yeah. Shoot, even the Cavs situation I would keep an eye on. Because Wait, who on the Cavs? Listen, the dog. First of all, foremost, I'm gunshots to Jay Ellis. Here's gunshots to me. I'm, give me my props, damn it. Because remember when I was talking about Darius Garland? <laughs> yeah, Darius Garland playing good, but they ain't giving up Garland. So I'm, so I'm like, who you who you talking about I, in the cast? You know they ain't giving up Garland, <laughs> but Garland this, this Garland the con the Garland conversation wraps into this whole conversation, all right? Because Garland is out there balling right now, averaging double digit assists and points like it's like nothing. The Cavs are rolling, right? And mm-hmm. they're still playing well, even though Colin Sexton has been injured and is going to be injured for I'm not sure how long he's going to be injured. If that team can function at that high level without Colin Sexton, and Colin Sexton is going to be a free agent, I believe, next season, I would think that Colin Sexton would be a guy to look at. Am I wrong? Am I crazy? Are you there? Are you there, Ryan? I think I think, well, I think we lost Ryan. That's why I'm saying I might keep an eye on Colin Sexton. He hasn't been in any trade rumors. I'm not sure it was going to happen this uh, this offseason, this 
trade season, by the trade deadline, or if it would happen by like all season. But I definitely would keep an eye on, on Colin Sexton. I'm I'm kind of surprised he wasn't moved in the summer. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm gonna I'm kind of surprised. Miles Turner is another one. It just seems like it just seems like this rumor just about Miles Turner will not go away. He he will not go away. So hold on. Hold this up real quick. So it's been rumored that the Mavericks and the Knicks are expressing interest in Miles Turner. Um Miles Turner's been linked to the Knicks in the summer. He's trade he's trained with Julius Randle, and we've all seen what the Celtics did to us the last game when we didn't have a stretch five, right? Because at this point, it seems like you know Tibbs is refusing to go small. And the only way to really capitalize on the driving, to maximize on the capitalization of RJ and Randall driving at will is to probably get a stretch five and Miles Turner is that guy. Now, the thing is, when we first mentioned Miles Turner, he was shooting like 40% from three. He was having a career year from three, shooting 40% from three. He had a game where he had 40 points. I think 40 points and 10 rebounds. Since then, he significantly cooled off. Now he's shooting 35% from the uh, 35% from the field. Well, actually, from last season, it has improved. Because okay. last, season, last season, he shot 33.5%. This season, he's shooting 35.7%. Okay, so now he's at 35.77 from three. Before, it was at the early... At the... When we first talked about Miles Turner, he was shooting at 40%. And now yeah. it's dropped. Now it's dropped significantly. So, um, here's the thing: is he still a better three point option than Mitch? Yes. Well, <laughs> <clearly>. <laughs> Anybody who can give you forty points to get forty points and something on offense at center is going to be helpful to these Knicks, um, and he's going to help out Randall and RJ significantly. Um, I guess the thing is, what is he going to cost? Yeah. Now, if you if you buy high and buying low, you might hope. Okay, he has like a four game stretch now where he's not doing that much of anything, right? I think he's 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 scoring single digits now. He's not giving the forty point outburst anymore, and you know that could be that could be him. That could be you know trade. You know what it is, man. Trade rumors, trade season. When things are unstable, sometimes. It gets in players' head. So that could be partially what's happening right here with him. But also, you know, it's true be told, that might be able to drive the trice down. What have you done for me lately? Forty <laughs> percent exactly. shooting three point big versus thirty five percent shooting big. Mm, that price might go down. Yeah. <laughs> but um once again we already know what it is. I might be down for this trade depending on who you putting it. Right? I do feel like Mitchell Robinson would have to be involved in the trade for sure. But if they ask it for quickly, I'm hanging the phone up. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and this might be a trade the Knicks have a chance at because I feel like whenever a team announces that 
they're looking to trade somebody or whenever the news comes out that someone's on the trading block, mm-hmm. usually that means that it doesn't it's not going to take as much to get that player than it normally would take. So I think, you know, you have to keep that in mind as well. Maybe the Knicks don't have to give up a whole lot to bring Miles Turner here since the, since the Pacers put him on the trading block anyway. Right. I can see them being like a pick, like a pick, like maybe Mitch in a pick, and maybe we can swing for like Burks if anything. But even I, even that, like even just putting Burks into something like that would hurt for me. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna hold you. For me though, I don't want. I wouldn't want to put Obi in a Miles Turner trade personally. I know somebody. Some people would. I wouldn't want to do it. Even though, I just feel like. At the end of the day, Miles is going to be a role player. And I still feel like Obi has star potential, so I feel like if I'm moving Obi is going to be for somebody who can get some buckets. Personally, like, yeah, <laughs> that's just me personally. Like I might be slightly more inclined to give him up in Jer- in, a, in a Jeremy Grant trade than a Miles Turner trade. Slightly more inclined, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean. With Turner, well, first and foremost, with Turner and Grant, those are two players where I'm not giving up no type of major assets for either one of those players. It has to be a trade where it's a light trade, whether it's like a pick and a player or something of that nature. Because to me, those those two players, are, to me, are pieces. You know, those are pieces that you bring in and either you can help, you can bring in this player and you can help flip it for an even better player in the future, or those guys are just going to help you towards building a good team. Right. So for so for players like that, I'm not giving up no type of crazy assets. It has to be something light. If the Pacers come to me crazy talking about, you know, we want a pick, we want OB, we want another young player, whatever the case may be, I'm going to be like, no. Because, this, <laughs> is, because this, this is not a guy that's going to transform the Knicks into a contender or something like that out of the blue. It's just a piece that's going to help the Knicks get better. So it's it's definitely going to depend on what the Pacers are asking for. You know, if I pull the trigger on Miles turn, if it's nothing too crazy, I pull the trigger. If it's if they're asking for a bunch of assets in return, then I'm, then I have to be like, no. Right, I I, I agree with you there. And also, I'm I'm really curious to see what these type of players want to demand on the open market because both of these guys are kind of similar in the fact that they both want to. Prove that they can do more. Like I actually heard something somebody say that Miles Turner feels like he can do more, and he doesn't want to just be seen in his light as just a guy who's like a complimentary piece. So I'm wondering, like long term, how that fits with like how much he feels like he wants to be paid, or where or he really feel like he wants to end up. Because he's definitely said that in Indiana and Jeremy Grant the same thing. And right now, you know, Jeremy Grant he's making what twenty. 20,000? 20, 20,000 a season? 20 million, you mean? I mean, I mean 20 million. I'm sorry. 20. You see, you see my peon, uh, little poor, broke, thousandaire brain saying 20,000, right? <laughs> <laughs> 20 million a season is a free agent. I'm wondering what type of money is he commanding next season? Like, what does he want? Because two beats old, like, he's, he's averaging 20 points a game, 4.8 rebounds. Um, two way player, yes. Is he like max worthy? I don't think so. I'm not maxing him. I'm not maxing. <laughs> this is like he's, he's he's almost worth around what Randall is worth to me. 
And I'm not sure, like, and I know some people want Grant over Randall, and he has better defense, for sure. But he, like, really, he's not as good as a playmaker as Randall is, which is, eh. No, I mean, if you're, if you're going to be real about it, if you take Jeremy Grant's best and Randall's best, Randall's the better player, if we're going to be real honest about right. it. Right. And I'm not sure people weren't ready that, for that conversation. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm not sure people because people hate Randall at the moment, and and, and, yeah. and he sucked. He sucked so bad, but like he averages a power forward that averages four rebounds a game. I mean, I'm sorry, five. You know, and it's there's is potential. He has potential, but it's not a clear cut. He's better, which is what I'm yeah. saying. All right.